Welcome to Make and Decorate, a podcast for makers who love to sew, quilt, and decorate. Hello, everyone. Welcome back. This is episode six. And if you're new, uh, welcome. And uh, I've got five other episodes preceding this. So please uh, go back and take a listen. Um, I'm really happy uh, to hear from some of you guys. I had someone from Virginia post to my business um, Facebook page that she had just listened and um, was pleased with it. And I was it just made my day. It really did. So I love to hear from you. So please don't hesitate to find me on any social media, Facebook, Instagram, my website. And um, I've got the podcast notes on um, uh, its own page in there and you can post comments. So please don't be shy. I love to hear from you. Um, So this ep- before we get into this episode, I've just got a few little things. I do want to make a correction from the previous episode uh, with Dory and Katie. So when we recorded that episode, it was beginning August, and it r- was literally maybe a day after Baby Lock introduced their new latest and greatest sewing machine called the Solaris. And I didn't um, know at the time that it was meant to be, you know, replacing the Destiny 2 as the top of the line. So I kind of just said, no, I don't think it's a top of the line machine. Well, I went back and, you know, had a much more in-depth look at it. And yes, this Solaris is truly the top of the line machine for Baby Lock. And um, I... It's hard not to get excited about this. Um, You know, if price is no object, this machine is pretty amazing. Uh, The projector that Dory had mentioned, I took a a more in-depth look at a video of it, and uh, it is pretty amazing. Um, You know, however, this is technology. This is latest and greatest technology and technology costs and, um, you know, software development and that sort of thing. But this projector projects full color embroidery patterns straight down onto your fabric. And um, not only that, I got even more excited about the the projection of the stitching guides there. I mean, for quilting, this is absolutely amazing. It's like no more washi tape to put on your machines because you have these projected guidelines that you can put not only for your stitch line, but then you can do another line for your seam allowance to where you line up your fabric at. Um, in addition to that, you can have a third line, horizontal or diagonal, for, you know, um, your quilting. Like if you want to follow a 45 degree line to make a diamond quilting pattern, um, it's there. 
So there are a lot of super fancy features on this machine and its biggest, most, um, you know, I guess new feature that's not really out there is this projector. So um, there's other features on it that, um, you know, are nice, but they're not new. For instance, um, now you can remove the stitch plate without a screwdriver. And that's already existed on Bernina machines, I know, and probably maybe some other machines. Um, I'm not sure, but I know my Bernina, I, that's something I totally love because I just press my little finger on the top corner of that plate and it lifts right up. Well, now Baby Lock put this in there and you don't, it's not the same um, technique, but you, you kind of just press a little button down that releases the, um, the needle plate. So that's a good feature. Um, uh, but let me tell you, I looked up the price point and I'm their introductory price of this machine is $19,999. So basically $20,000. And let me, if you have that, <laughs> all power to you. But um, it's uh, that is that is really like, wow, jaw dropper. But like I said, it's it's really hard not to like it. All these, you know, really cool, modern features. However, um, and maybe I'll do an episode in the future on because that's actually since all the new technology has been coming out on machines that are computerized, there is an issue because just like um, regular technology, um, electronic gadgets like iPads and tablets and laptops, uh, they they age out so quickly, you know, like a a computer is considered old after, you know, four years. It's crazy. And then of course, the developers, you know, move on to the next latest and greatest, and then they stop supporting it. So that's what's also happening with sewing machines with software technology, they're starting to drop support and not, um, you know, do updates to operating systems and that sort of thing, which is really sad for you know, people who invest thousands of dollars in these machines. And, you know, the fact that they can't use them anymore, because they can't get, you know, compatibility with software and communication to upload files and stuff. Um, Yeah, that's a quandary. So maybe uh, I think that might be worthy topic for for future. You can let me know, give me your feedback. Um, I I always want to hear from you, Um, but that's kind of in my mind um, because I, the topic has been coming up a lot, um, especially in a lot of the Facebook groups that I'm in. So I just wanted to make that correction. The Solaris is definitely the new top of the line for brother and it's shiny, bright, new and amazing. I am going to put a link in my show notes for the video that I watched. Um, It's the 10 top features of the Solaris by Brad. I think it's Brad Martin, but um, he actually um, has a YouTube channel. I subscribed and um, he um, has a shop 
in actually the town that I used to live in 20 years ago, Ellicott City, Maryland. So um, that's pretty cool. But he's uh, he's a pretty cool dude. And um, he gave a really nice um, look at this new projector. His video is very clear and you can really see he he does um, examples of um, the embroidery pattern on the fabric. He shows the guides and how the, the projector colors, you can change them, um, which is nice when you have different colors of fabrics. Uh, and, um, yeah, I would, I'll put the link in there and I would encourage you to go take a look at this video because, um, even if you're not interested in it, it's just kind of cool just to, <laughs> just to see this new technology. It's, it's, uh, it's amazing. It's just really, really neat. Okay. Um, what else? So when this episode airs, it's going to be, um, this Thursday. So, uh, that would be the 27th of September. And, um, so I'll just give you kind of an update, uh, what's happening this week. Uh, I am attending the So Sweetness retreat. There's a couple of workshops, um, that, uh, they're doing and, I have been wanting to go to a So Sweetness retreat for a a few years because I think she's been doing them for the past at least two, maybe three years. And um, it's right here, like in my backyard. It's local. So I don't even have to spend, you know, money on a hotel. So I really want to do this because after this retreat, they're not going to do any more in, in the Chicago area for who knows how long. And uh, they may be moving out of state. So they're, they've been talking about that. So I'm like, I need to go. But I missed out on the original sign up because this stuff fills up so quickly. And, um, and I just got this last minute opportunity, someone could not go. And um, for whatever reason, I saw this posted um, right at the time that this person, you know, said they were going to sell their ticket and I jumped on it. I'm so excited. So I'm going to try to, um, you know, do some podcast um, audio um you know, segments and clips from the retreat. And um, maybe I might even I try to do a vlog for my YouTube channel. So we'll see. I don't know. I have like lofty aspirations for this. But um, I need to ask them permission to first before I just kind of come in there with my own little, you know, personal production. (laughs) But um, yeah, so I'm really excited about that. Uh, The first day of the workshop is instructed by Celine Alert. Uh, she is, her pattern company is Blue Cala Designs, or patterns. Um, so we're going to make the Baronia bag in that class. And the second day is with Sarah Lawson herself. Uh, we're going to make uh, one of her newer patterns called the Satellite Bag. So we had some homework. Uh, We had to cut out all of our pattern pieces, fabrics, linings, stabilizers, and foam. There are a lot of components to making bags. And uh, this is a good thing because we don't go 
and pay for workshops to spend hours just cutting out fabrics and ironing stabilizer onto the backs of fabrics. So I really, really like the way that they have structured these workshops. Uh, so we can get there with everything ready to go. And um, it's going to be fun because you're going to have everything ready to just start getting into the construction of these bags. And I'm pretty sure we're going to be have, you know, leave this retreat with two brand new um, bags. So that's awesome. I am so excited. I know I, (laughs) I talk a lot about so sweetness patterns and um, they, I, they don't sponsor me. And I just, you know, I really believe in this pattern company and love the way that they run their business and it's become a family business for them. Uh, so, you know, I just, um, I like talking about it because I am excited about it. And um, they have a Facebook group that has grown immensely um, and they do some um, weekly video, uh, live videos uh, always doing some tutorials and really growing um, their business and teaching um, people who purchase her patterns um, the techniques and uh, people have, who have never sewn before start sewing her patterns and then you know within six months to a year two years they become so proficient at it because um, because the techniques are taught there and, um, it's, it's really cool. I love it. So anyway, I'm I'm not going to go on and on and on. I'm really, I'm going to try to get her actually on a future episode. I would love to, um, talk with Sarah and share, um, everything that she does with you guys. And if you don't already know, because she has thousands, I mean like tens of thousands of followers. So probably you guys already know about her. (laughs) Um, But anyway, getting into um, the episode. Oh, I have one more thing I wanted to talk about before we get into my talk with Ava. Um, I just have a little bit of update on some new things out there. So Bernina um, recently announced that they are selling their gold-plated presser foot um, online. So that's like a first, I think, because um, they normally don't sell any of their accessory feet online. It has to be purchased through a dealer. Um, So if you're interested in that, you can just go on to the Bernina website and purchase that beautiful shiny gold um, presser foot. This is, um, in, this is, um, because of their, um, anniversary, um, of the, their company. So that's available. Um, and baby lock, uh, also released a new serger. It's called the acclaim and, um, it's not the top of the line, but it almost to me seems like this was re- placing um, a really popular mid-range model um, the um, uh, what is it called I want to say eclipse but I don't think that's it eclipse it might be the eclipse 
Yeah, no, not the eclipse. It's the enlightened that I think it's replacing. Uh, because this one has the auto needle threader, threader, which they had also introduced at their top of the line serger, um, the triumph. And um, so yeah, those are kind of a couple of new new things that I saw out there that um, I wanted to pass on with you guys. Um, so this episode, um, I have uh, an interview with my 10 year old niece, Ava. She came um, like the week before she started school in August and did a nice long weekend with me um, to refresh her um, skills on sewing. Um, because, uh, she used to live a little more local to me, but the, two years ago, her family moved out of state, um, not too, too far away, but about, I don't know, it's like about three and a half hours, um, away. And so, um, she forgot how to thread and do the bobbin on her sewing machine. So she came for a refresher course and to, um, do some new projects. So, um, and let me tell you, She's so into it. She's so sharp and smart that I literally just had to show her one time and she picked it up like she had never left it. So that was so cool. Really fun. So I hope you enjoy um, our chat. And I wanted to have her on the podcast so that um, if you have any kids, nieces and nephews that want to listen, it's it's um, I wanted them to hear um, and you uh, the perspective from a kid and their experience with sewing, what they think about it, uh, what they like, what the challenges are, because um, I know that um, many people ask about, you know, how they should start teaching their a child or um, niece, nephew, how to sew. Um, you know, they don't want to get too advanced at the start. You don't want to overwhelm them. Um, and every child is different. So there will be definitely you kind of really have to tailor it to the individual. And um, but I don't know, it just uh, Ava and I have worked out a system and um, we really um, know uh just she knows when to speak up to me if I've you know if we're working on something that's just you know too hard and it's just not become it's not fun for her anymore and then um you know uh, I've learned her um levels of um just actually she surprises me because she she latches on and retains so much more information than I really than I expect her to but at the same time she does like to just chill and not like all of us I mean that's actually like a trait for anybody that you know when you focus so hard on a project and you're actually and you're learning you're not familiar it's not second nature yet you're learning it um you know, it just can be a little exhausting. So you just kind of want a breather and you just you still want to do something fresh and fun and exciting. And, you know, she's like me, she just wants to keep sewing, keep sewing. But you know, let's just do something that doesn't have to take so much hard focus and concentration, and something fun that you can get done in a few minutes. So anyway, I'm going to stop talking now because you're going to hear it. Right here, my um, conversation with Ava. Okay, this is very exciting today because I have a special guest 
right here in my office studio. And she is my 10-year-old niece, Ava. And she has spent the weekend here with Aunt Stephanie for some sewing lessons. And uh, we're going to talk about, actually, we thought it would be a good topic for a podcast. And sewing with kids. So welcome, Ava. Hello. Hi. So, Ava, you started sewing when you were... Five years old. Yeah. And then you gave me my sewing machine when I was seven years old. Right, but let's back up to when you were five. So when you were five, do you remember you came over to my house and Mm -hmm. um, at first when you started to sew on the sewing machine you really couldn't like reach the foot pedal so yeah. you kind of like sat on my lap and then yeah. you guided the fabric in the sewing machine and mm-hmm. I did the foot pedal yeah we made a couple of things like that and you love the sewing machine you're just like me <laughs> you love sewing machines right yeah yeah so then you still wanted to make stuff so every time you visited we we would make some stuff so Yeah, then um, you started to, one of the things you started to make by yourself were coasters. Coasters and... And you did the coasters like just, we were working with little five-inch square um, fabrics, like the little charm packs. Zigzags on the... Yeah, the chevron fabrics you liked, and Mm -hmm. then... Pin cushion, mm -hmm. we did pillows. A small pillowcase for mm-hmm. my baby doll. But like when you made your coasters, you you just came up with that on your own because you saw the little squares and you wanted to sew them together. And then we put um, batting in, in between them, remember? Mm-hmm. And you sewed those together. So they yep. made nice drink coasters and you were giving those out to everybody as presents. <laughs> right? Yep. Yeah. And so that made- was fun. One for you mm-hmm. and then Uncle Joe. Yep. I have I still have yours right here. See it? Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's really cute. cute. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. All right. And then um, when you were seven, I got you your first sewing machine. Mm-hmm. How do you like it? Good. And then... Is it easy to use? Yeah, it's really easy to yeah. use. So you have the Brother CS6000i. Yes, really. <laughs> it's kind of a popular machine. So um, I talked about that one in one of my earlier podcasts. It's kind of like a race car name. Isn't it? Yeah, 6000i. <laughs> yeah. Well, so, minus the I. Right, right, right. So on that machine, so um, you, you moved out of state a couple years ago, and then you got busy with school. And, um, so you kind of like got away from sewing a little bit and forgot how to like thread your machine and do the bobbin. So, but it was kind of like riding a bicycle because then when you came this weekend, uh, yeah, you only had the kind of like a refresher, a refresher, yeah, because you caught right back on like right away, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, and then we made. So you came, so you learned, and like you changed the thread 
how many times? Like five times yeah. all by yourself. And you filled up bobbins all by yourself. Yeah. That's the easy part. The bobbins are the easy part, right? <laughs> all you have to do is pretty much wrap it around. Mm-hmm. And then wrap it around the bobbin a couple times and then mm-hmm. push the bobbin back and mm-hmm. press the pedal. And another thing that you do too, which is good for other kids to know is that when you start off sewing your machine has a speed control so you what do you do you turn the dial down to the slower yeah just to get started and yeah i did that at first when i started and then about today i started going really fast yeah you were going a lot faster today (laughs) and then you you learned how to chain piece Mm -hmm. yeah so we started a quilt three years ago, yeah. <laughs> and that's when you just started to sew some those five inch squares together, and and really that was it, it's it was an improv it is an improv quilt because yeah. we didn't have a pattern, and we just started sewing fabrics together what we yeah. had. And if it's uneven, you can just snip it off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're not worried or nervous at all. You're just all you want to do is, you know, you've been working on just getting your quarter-inch seam, and what helps you to do that? Um, she, we put tape by the foot of the machine, and mm-hmm. that helps me line it up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you do really well with that. And let's see. Okay, yeah, so then you got your machine, and then we made a pin cushion. Um, what else? Pillowcases. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We made a pillowcase this weekend. We finished mm-hmm. it last night. Yeah. We stayed up really it late. It only took us an hour, though, to make that one because it was yeah. the burrito method, remember? And you did mm-hmm. everything by yourself. Mm-hmm. Only I cut well, out yeah. I cut out the the two pieces, but then you sewed it all together. So you, you actually did a French seam. Yeah. Yeah. And that turned out great. And you learned, and you pivoted. Did a good job in the pillowcase. And then I made the zipper pouch, two zipper pouches. Oh, yeah. Blue-colored zipper pouches. And, and that's made out of cork fabric. cork fabric, which is like your favorite now, isn't it? Yeah. It's really easy to work with. Mm-hmm. And then you, you learned, and you did a zipper for the first time. Mm-hmm. You made that cork pouch, like, in... <laughs> 20 minutes if that even you were impressed weren't you you got so excited because it was so easy and you could do it and and it looks really nice like it's bought from the store doesn't it Mm -hmm. yeah you were pretty impressed with the cork fabric yeah yeah so that was a so sweetness pattern Mm -hmm. and we watched her youtube video so you like that a lot too you you got to see how she how she made it and then we cut out the pattern and we did mm-hmm. her technique for cutting out the narrow zipper opening yeah. and then you sewed the zipper just like she did mm-hmm. yeah and, and you said it was easy <laughs> and was then what did you do you made another one you made like two of those in like an hour's time Two zipper pouches. Yeah, it was really fast. You're like, can we make another one? 
So I mean matching ones uh -huh. for me and Auntie Stephanie. Uh huh. And then she let me um she's gonna let me take home some the rest of the cork fabric roll that we cut into mm -hmm. and a couple zippers. You're gonna make to four more. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So and then what we also did too, so that if you get home and maybe you don't sew for like another week or so because you're starting school next week yeah. uh, we made videos with you at your sewing machine mm -hmm. um as you wound up your bobbin and you threaded your sewing machine so we've got some close-up shots and video so you can refer back to those and when you go home you can keep sewing yep yep so you got and you have all everything you need to make four more zipper pouches yeah, and what, what's fun about the cork fabric is that we didn't have to cut any foam and we didn't have to cut any stabilizer. You can just sew the cork fabric. It doesn't need a lining, so it was really quick. Yeah, and my favorite part is going around the corners because they're kind of not really sharp, mm -hmm. but they go around. Easy curves. Smooth. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That was good because the first thing we made, our first project for the weekend was um, the So Sweetness desktop cube. Uh -huh. Yeah, and you did that. Yeah. That was nice and it was fun, but you said it was what? A lot of steps yeah, and kind of hard. Yeah, it was a lot of steps because we had to cut all the fabric for the outside and the inside. And the the foam mm -hmm. and the liner stabilizer. stabilizer yeah and then we had to iron the iron stabilizer on the lining it. pieces and then you had to sew the foam on it was a lot flip of stuff flip it together yeah. and then flip it inside out and mm -hmm. do stuff like that yeah I know it seemed like it was going to take forever to get done I with know. that one right yeah. but you did it mm -hmm. yeah but then it was good. You said you you liked it, that it was done, but it was too many steps. So I think it's important for, you know, kids to to try stuff. And if it's too, you know, too much to start, like that's, you don't want to make that yeah. one again for a little while. Yeah, you want to yeah. do stuff. That's good because you should do stuff more that you're comfortable with. And, and that zipper pouch, you loved that one. Maybe like a little bit harder than the zipper pouch because that only took me probably 10 minutes. 10, ten minutes yeah. to make. <laughs> yeah, once we had it cut out. Mm -hmm. yeah. Maybe something like 30, 45 minutes mm -hmm. or an hour yeah. would be. Something that you don't have to add all of the foam and the, yeah, the stabilizer to. So cork would be a good fabric to keep sewing right yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah because you saw a couple of other cork projects you want to make like the little notebook cover and yeah. there was that little luggage tag that looked kind of cool to yeah. make yeah so I kind of want to make like a fabric folder that you put your notebook in that would mm -hmm. be cool or some like the paper that you the papers that you print out so you're not like throwing it in your like a well, you could put it in a folder, but mm -hmm. you could. It would be pretty easy, maybe, mm -hmm. to make one of the fabric folders mm -hmm. with like a 
bright pink or a teal color. Yeah. That's a lot more fun. Yeah. See, that's what's fun about sewing. You could, yeah, mm -hmm. you could, um, like the papers that you cut out that you have to measure and stuff. Mm -hmm. You could put supplies and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. That's a good idea. Yeah. And then you made, um, and it's also fun because you can make your own custom pillowcases, and that didn't take very long, and that wasn't too many steps. Yeah. So you had fun with that, right? Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. And? And it's longer to sew. Sometimes, like, you want stuff. Maybe you could switch between long stuff to mm -hmm. sew. Mm-hmm. Maybe square stuff and then mm -hmm. shorter stuff. Because if you do one thing, mm -hmm. then it kind of gets boring. Yeah. It gets too boring. Yep. And then it's become and then it starts becoming not fun. Yeah. Yeah. So that's good. Now that you have some experience. Well, even when you were younger, when you were like seven, um, we started working on that quilt. And I it was... Really, like, you could only last for an hour on that project, and then you wanted to move on to something else. So then you had to, then you just started to make your little coasters. Yeah. So I think it's good, you know, you have that, that was like a more long-term project. And we're actually finishing that up this weekend. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. The quilt yeah. top, at least. And we'll still have to quilt it and bind it, but just finishing the quilt top was a, that's a, that's a big check marked done, right? Yeah. That feels good, because you want to. You want to use it. Yeah. It's really cute, too. It's got nice, bright colors. And you've gotten so much better at the quarter-inch seam mm -hmm. and pressing. You love to press and iron. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then, oh, then uh, you learned about the Wonder Clips. You love those oh, yeah. instead of the pins. Yeah. So Wonder Clips are much yeah, easier for kids to work with. Well, they're easy and kind of better because pins kind of poke a hole in your fabric. Mm -hmm. So then when you go to sew it, your needle's doing a, another hole and you don't want it at, have a hole. And, mm -hmm. and you can't holes. poke holes in cork. You have to use clips. Yeah, you yeah. have to use clips. But they're much easier to use. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So then we... Um, we got you some wonder clips and we have a little mason jar we put them in and then today we on the lid of the mason jar we made it into a pin cushion mm -hmm. that was fun and that was yeah, also was. another quick project right <laughs> yeah yeah so um we we took the lid off and we just traced it you picked out a really cute fabric mm -hmm. and traced it and then you um, did a little running stitch with the hand needle around the, the perimeter of that. Mm -hmm. It was so easy and we stuffed it with the filler. Yeah, except the stuffing part, I mm -hmm. would say was more hard because you gotta stuff it in there and put the lid back on top of it. And put the lid on top and, and try to, and then it all kind of comes yeah. coming up when you push the lid down, so you have to kind of, mm -hmm. and you have to move the fabric and yeah. hold the lid down at the same time. Yeah, so it was a little challenging. Yeah. But you did it, and then they were so cute. We loved them when they were done, because I made one too. Yeah. <laughs> it was fun. 
And then it changed the whole look of the mason jar. Now it looks so pretty yeah, and cute. Super mm -hmm. cute. And we both used the pink flower. Mm -hmm. Pink flower fabric. Like a hot pink. Yeah. So that was cool. Mm -hmm. We did a lot of projects this weekend. We made the desktop cubes, pillowcase, finished your quilt top, made yeah. the pin cushion top. Two cork bags, zipper pouches. That's a lot of yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. And then maybe um, you want to try to make another project. We'll see. We'll see yeah. how it goes tonight because you, tomorrow you got to go back. But I would say we had a pretty successful weekend, and you made a ton oh, yeah. of stuff. Yeah, and it was a lot of fun, and you learned a lot of new techniques mm -hmm. and you got excited about um, certain things that you like to sew and mm -hmm. and then yeah what else and yeah the other project that I want to make maybe tonight is like a little pouch that can snap together mm -hmm. or just open well Mm -hmm. Either tie or snap mm -hmm. for, to hold maybe your phone mm -hmm. and then make an extra pocket for your charger that your charger can go in. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, or maybe we could do the for the charger pocket mm -hmm. a snap mm -hmm. and then the, um, the bigger pouch for your phone, like a... We could do a zipper for that. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Oh, I see. Yeah. So it's for the bigger compartment yeah. where so the then phone goes. You could put a zipper. Yeah. And then on the front of that pouch, you can have another pocket for the charger cord and close yeah. it with a snap. Yeah. Because yeah. if you think about it, if you were, let's say, for the phone pocket, you would use a um, like a tie. What if the tie comes undone and then mm -hmm. your phone can fall out? Right, and you it's don't not very secure. Mm -hmm. And you don't have a case on your phone; it could shatter everywhere. Mm -hmm. That's right. Or break. Good thinking. So that you know, that's good. And you're just designing this just <laughs> from yourself. So that's pretty cool. It's very creative, and I think that you you really love. Everything about sewing, just like I do. You love yeah. you love the fabrics. You love yeah. Because mm -hmm. there's all different kinds of fabrics, mm -hmm. colors. Mm -hmm. You love all the threads. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You yeah. have fun picking out the threads, and oh, you you um you work. You had a um, variegated thread on the cork bag. That was fun. Oh, yeah. yeah. So you like all of it, and um, it's it's so good that you use your your creativity and your you're actually designing your own little foam bag. You put a lot of thought into it. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. Mhm. Mm well, I looked at your case, mm -hmm. and then I wanted to make like a bag or something. Because mm -hmm. yours holds your phone in. Mhm. Mm so something. Yeah. Maybe I can make it. For your phone. Yeah. Yep. That's awesome. And I do have a black holder for mine, 
but it clips onto your pants, and mm -hmm. sometimes my pants fall down. Ah. <laughs> See, this is going to be more functional to how you need it to work. So, and then the other thing that we um, were talking about is that it's important for kids, and actually not only kids, but anybody who sews, to have free sewing time. We, we do something that's called free time, like free sewing time. So yeah. we'll, we'll have a project that we're working on. Let's say we worked on the desktop cube and when we got done with it later on in the day you know there was a time where she could just work on whatever she wanted like it's her own free time and she can do and sew and make whatever she wanted right you love that yeah yeah and you can kind of use your imagination more when you have free time because mm -hmm. if you watch a video and you're making a craft and then you're halfway through and it's too too hard and then that's and then sometimes you it's really hard and it's worth it mm -hmm. because you get done with it mm -hmm. and you use it a lot and you're able to use it a lot and sometimes it's like you make it and you don't like how it turned out mm -hmm. like the fabric or if you messed up and you can't fix it mm -hmm. that's not really true but if you couldn't <laughs> fix it because we always fix it but yeah. <laughs> that's the other thing i taught you is that we can always fix anything so you don't have to worry about making mistakes yeah yeah so let's say you couldn't fix it mm -hmm. and then that's and you're pretty much almost done or you don't have something that's why you got to gather all of your supplies up first and make sure you have everything before you're in the middle of the project and if it's something that you really needed for it mm -hmm. then mm -hmm. yeah yeah so then it's nice to just be able to I think free time lets you just relax like you know, you can just, like, free your mind, and you don't have to focus so hard because you're not yeah. following someone else's pattern or instructions. Yeah. And, and you can kind of just do it with your imagination and mm -hmm. think about something that you need or something. Mm -hmm. And maybe if you're thinking of that, you can think of mm -hmm. something else that you yeah. could make or that you could use. Right. Yeah, so that was fun. And then, um, so you're already making a list of things that you want to make, you know, through the end of the year. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that was good, too. It's nice. See, you're already making a, what we call a WIP, W-I-P, uh -huh. work in progress. Oh. Yeah. Where you start project. And you have it in progress. So you got a couple of things started and you got a couple of things on your to-do list mm -hmm. to make. Yep. Mm -hmm. So you're, you're going to be busy. You got fabrics and yep. Got your machine. So yeah. you have a lot of fun. A lot of fun stuff to do. Yeah. Great. Well, is there anything else you want to say or talk about with? sewing and how 
you like it or how it's helped you or what you like about your machine or Next. what are your favorite tools? I think the Wonder Clips are your favorite right now. Yeah, the Wonder Clips and, of course, the machine because it makes things go mm -hmm. faster. And you're still cutting fabrics out with scissors. And, mm -hmm. oh, you learned about the friction pen. You love that. Oh, and the, and the white choco, the yeah, chalk marker. So, yeah, you're basically doing part of it by hand. Mm -hmm. Like the cutting, the mm -hmm. tracing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The computer's not. Right. Yeah, but it. not rotary cutting cutting yeah. yet cuz we we just did like we tried it a little bit but you you saw how it was still kind of a little you got Too, Yeah. You had to push really hard. Yeah. The annoying part. Yeah. And, and it's harder if you're sitting down. Well, yeah, you don't want to <laughs> rotary cut when you sit down. But you're 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 smart that, I mean, you wanted to try the rotary cutter, and I let you try under my supervision, and then you realized it was a little harder than you thought it was going to be, <laughs> and then you're happy to go back to the scissors, and the scissors were good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But sometimes it's fun to use the rotary cutter. Yes. Rotary cutter with adult supervision. Not so. really adult supervision. What? No. <laughs> yes. I would say by the time you're 12, some maybe. people are got like, a couple more years. Hey, to watch go. out! You're gonna cut your hand and scare you, and then you <laughs> cut yourself. Well, yeah, but you're not gonna. You know, that's why you came just by yourself. You're not your little distraction with your younger siblings. Yeah. Right. Oh, and that's the other thing we talked about. So when you go back home, when you set up your sewing in your bedroom, uh -huh. you're gonna yeah. close the door and but, not have you know. The four-year-old <laughs> running in there and distracting you, and or the where there's a chance for you, for there's a chance of injury or whatever. So yeah, or mostly ruining my stuff. Oh, ruining your stuff. That's right. They gotta keep their little paws off it. Yeah. Cause that's cause that's not a toy, right? Yeah. I mean, it's a tool. If you have a dog like Cooper or. Mm -hmm. I mean, he's just laying down. Like yeah. Oh, you're saying you could sew with a dog in the room, but not your brother. Not my brother <laughs> or sister. Right. Well, it's, if, he's, if it's well-trained, like yeah. Cooper. Yeah. You like Cooper. Yeah. Cooper's, our, Cooper's our studio sewing dog. Yeah. <laughs> he's a good boy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He has to lay on the yeah. floor right now. Yeah. He, you like him. He lays right by your, your chair on the floor. Uh, yeah. While you sew. It's a good thing I didn't back yeah. up earlier because his head was under my chair. Okay, what's the machine that you said you wanted to get next? Oh, the Juki one. No, oh, now you changed it to the Juki? You also oh, wanted a serger. <laughs> oh, I did? Yeah. Oh, yeah, because it says the time on it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> You're funny. Well, I am sure there's many more machines in your future because if you're anything like me, right? Yeah, high five. <laughs> Yay. All right, well, we had a great weekend, and uh, thanks for um, talking with me on my podcast about your sewing mm -hmm. and encouraging other kids your age to learn how to sew because there are. It's fun. Other, yeah, it's fun. 
It's fun. And there was something that you really liked about um, the So Sweetness videos that you watched on YouTube. Yeah, and yeah, if you're, if you like crafts or something like that, like if you like to draw, well, that comes in handy when you're tracing things. Mm -hmm. But she always said something at the end of her videos that you, that you really liked. Oh, yeah. Um, if I can do it, so can you. Yep. And you and that got you all motivated, yeah. And then when you, when you learned that that cork zipper pouch was like the highlight of your weekend. Yeah. You loved it. It was, and I think we all love it, even adults. When you find a project that you can make that is seems easy to you, but it looks so impressive <laughs> to everybody. It looks so much harder than it was to make, doesn't it? Yeah, I mean, yeah. In the like when you're in the store, sometimes you can make stuff. Let's say in the store, that zipper pouch would probably be at least fifteen dollars, mm -hmm. something like that. And maybe twenty five. Yeah, yeah, maybe twenty five. And yeah, when you make it, it's just way easier. Mm -hmm. And then you can see, let's say in the store, you're looking at something that looks really fancy. And you say, oh, I bet that's really hard to make it. And then you go and make it and watch videos on how to make it. And then you're like, oh, that's so easy. Maybe I can go get the supplies and make it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You or if, you're, if you have sewing stuff or something like that, mm -hmm. you could make it. Because all you need is cork. Mm-hmm. And... A zipper. It was pretty easy. Simple. Mm -hmm. And then cork, a zipper, sewing, sewing machine, and thread. That's mm -hmm. it. <laughs> and you have to cut out the papers. Yeah, the so pattern. So pretty much a, mm -hmm. maybe a rotary cutter or scissors. Right. Mm -hmm. And then yeah, but a, a ruler. But that cork zipper pouch really like opened your eyes of wow I actually I could make this and it's sold in the stores yeah. right yeah that was pretty cool well you might not find cork zipper pouches in the stores well maybe but, yeah or vinyl like faux leather yeah kind of like, like faux leather yeah yeah it is because it's kind of yeah. soft mm -hmm. cool well I'm glad you had a good time and a good sewing weekend we were very very productive and we had tons of fun and um, what was pretty cool too was last night even when we had our free sewing time we were both at our sewing machines and it's just fun to sew with other people who are sewing with you mm -hmm. yeah and that doesn't change when you grow up yeah and it's even if you have like a dog or a cooper <laughs> next to you yeah little... it gives you company yeah yeah even if he's asleep yeah and then we listen to Pandora. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Because he, right. he has, like, his own little bed uh -huh. up here. Yeah. Oh, and what was the other thing you loved up here? The Keurig. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep. Fun times. All right. Well, we're going to wrap it up and get back to sewing because we're going to do a little bit more free time. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And finish out the weekend. Yeah. Yeah.
Okay. Hopefully mommy's late tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, hopefully she's late tomorrow. You're funny. And then and then maybe we'll have you on another episode when you come back to do another so so day or so weekend. In the fall. In the fall. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Cool. Thank you, Ava. Mm-hmm. We'll talk to you later. Aw, everyone, I hope you enjoyed my talk with Ava. We had so much fun that weekend. Even though Ava is learning sewing from me, I also learn from her when she is with me. And it's quite refreshing to uh, sew with uh, kids because they kind of just take you back sort of to your childhood and just that that free thinking open creativity and um kids just haven't developed any pessimism or fear of doing new things and uh I love it it just it's it's like Alice in Wonderland and one of my favorite you know stories uh, where just everything is new and exciting and fun and, um, you know, just, um, it's just, I think that Ava, she's just so amazing. I know I'm partial and she's my niece, but she really um, has an affinity towards crafting and sewing. And she just comes up with these things that um, I'm like, wow, you really think about this. And you have a level of creativity that is so just amazing, really, uh, to just already be designing in her head, the type of um, phone um, case or pouch that she wanted. And she had the forethought about adding storage for her charger. So, um, oh, and a side note, she, <laughs> she doesn't have a phone to be texting and that sort of thing. It's just for her to be able to take pictures. And you know, there's no, um, it's just an older phone from her parents. So um, I know it just I don't know, because it does. <laughs> I don't know. For me, it's still kind of weird if little kids have their own phones and if they're already texting at age 10 and, you know, social media, that whole thing is just crazy. So I, I like the way that, um, you know, her parents have done it where, you, you know, she can have her own little phone, but just, you know, for her to take pictures and that sort of thing. Uh, okay. So um, we and we did end up making that phone pouch. That was our very last project. And we just did it on the fly. We we designed it together. We kind of sketched out on paper and we we measured her phone and um, just made um, a simple and I don't even we may have lined it, but we didn't add any stabilizer or foam. So we just kept it really simple. Turned out really cute. And um, I think we did add um, either a snap or maybe another zipper to the front pocket. So, um, yeah, it was really fun. And I I just hope that, um, you know, if you have some kids that, you know, kind of showed some interest in sewing, have them listen to the podcast and um, uh, just uh, take some time to introduce them to sewing and you start slow. 
But um, I know from the feedback from Ava, a a really important thing for her is to just allow herself to experiment um, with the fabrics and just the sewing machine, get to know it. She's some in in one of her free time. She just played around with some of the decorative stitches and um, it's just really good. She gets to know her machine better and um, develops um, more experience and techniques in um, all the different things that you can do with sewing. So I want to hear from all of you out there if you have kids, nieces and nephews that you have taught to sew. Um, Let me know what you've done, what's worked, what hasn't worked, what you've learned. I love hearing um, the next generation that's learning and that loves to sew. I think it's really important to foster that and to um to keep this um this um you know art alive and and going. Uh thanks for listening and you can find me on um Instagram. I have a Facebook business page or go to my website um and you can comment on any of those places and um I'd love to hear from you. Thanks again, and I will see you or hear you can hear from me next time. (laughs) Bye for now. Thanks for listening to the Make and Decorate podcast with Stephanie Socha Design. You can find me online at stephaniesochadesign.com. Check out the show notes there, the blog, and I'm on Instagram at stephanie.socha.design. And you can also email me, stephaniesochadesign at gmail.com. And hey, get your machines out and sew something today. Toodles. Bye.